This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome everyone back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I am coming to you after UCLA's bruising 25-17 win over Washington State. Um, bizarre final score, bizarre game, uh, deceptive final score. Uh, Washington State scored 10 points on offense. Um this could have gone a completely different way. In many areas, UCLA absolutely dominated this game. They had 482 yards to Washington State's 216. I wouldn't say it was like an awesome offensive showing. Uh, they did those 482 yards on 97 plays, um, but it was a, a, a efficient enough showing. And the real story of this game is, who oh boy, that UCLA defense um, you know, we were talking coming into this game. We just don't know. We don't really know. We've seen four games, but they were all against four pretty bad offenses. Well, now we've seen them against a good offense and they made Washington state look like Utah. They made Washington state look like San Diego state. Um, and they did it in a completely different way than they've done at the previous games. This was a lot of three man, four man rush, a lot of dropping into coverage, but this was, I mean, this game was won in so many ways by the defensive line. Uh, Jay Toia, Leatu Latu, the Murphy twins, um, just incredible individual play up front. Great scheming uh, from Danton Lynn. Um, UCLA is absolutely getting its money's worth there and then some. Um, the amoeba fronts that UCLA was running the going with three down linemen instead of their usual four-man front um so many wrinkles for this game alone that Washington State literally never figured out they never really got a handle on what UCLA was doing they never adjusted enough to what UCLA was doing Cam Ward looked like 2022 Cam Ward in this game completely flummoxed I mean I thought the the real play of the game, I mean, obviously there were so many plays in this game, but the real play of the game that I thought best indicated how confused Cam Ward was, where he stood there like a deer in headlights with about two minutes, 10 seconds to go in the game after Darius Musau fell down on his blitz and he just stood there, let Darius Musau get up and then sack him. That was Cam Ward all of last year. That was Cam Ward in this game because of what UCLA was doing. This was just a absolutely dynamic defensive game plan and UCLA needed every bit of it. They needed every single ounce of that defensive game because the offense for most of this game was an absolute struggle fest. 482 yards. They drove the field a lot, but there was missed kicks, not offensive problem, but there was a missed 47 yarder, a blocked 34 yarder, uh, a missed PAT, 
there was a Dante Moore pick six on goal to go from the five yard line on third and five. Um, there was just so many miscues uh, by the UCLA offense that, you know, we've seen UCLA defenses in the past that were pretty good, um, but the mental toughness wouldn't be there to hold up over the course of four quarters because inevitably they had a bad offense to deal with uh, on the other side. Um, UCLA's offense is uh, scuffling would be a fair way to describe it, but this defense is holding up. Um it's uh, this was this was an incredible effort, I, and I, I don't want there to be any effort to undersell um, Washington State's offense. I think it's very good. Um, yes, they were down Lincoln Victor, and it looked like uh, Josh Kelly was nursing something throughout the game. But this was a really good offense coming into the game, and they they weren't able to do anything. Uh, UCLA was able to just win over and over and over again against that Washington State offensive line. Um, and they weren't just, there were the occasional blitz, don't get me wrong, or the occasional um, mixed defense where they would send a linebacker, drop a defensive lineman, that sort of stuff. But it wasn't, it wasn't like this all out blitz. They were just winning. Uh, the Murphys were winning over and over and over again against their tackles. Leatu Latu was winning over and over and over again. Um, Jay Toia was just standing up those interior linemen for uh, Washington State. It was just a beating at the line of scrimmage and with that ward had no time to throw when he did have time to throw the reality was ucla was rushing three or four there were a lot of guys in coverage um and i thought the coverage was pretty good um there were a couple of leaky drives one leaky drive really the, the touchdown drive for washington state but otherwise uh they they really didn't allow much of anything um just a dominant defensive performance um i i can't uh uh, emphasize that enough. I mean, this was one of the best defensive performances I've seen from a UCLA team at end of sentence, just really stunning stuff. Um, and you, the numbers aren't going to be there. I mean, six tackles for loss and three sacks that doesn't do it justice as well. I mean, I think the six QB hurries that you see there, that kind of tells the tale a little bit. Um, they were constantly, constantly, every time there was a drop back, constantly harassing Cameron Ward. And he's not a guy who's like, by design, taking five seconds to scan the field. Like, it's ball out as quickly as possible, and they were still getting to him. Um, so the concerns about UCLA's defense coming into the game, just that, that unknown feeling around it, I think you can throw that out. UCLA's defense is officially good. Very good. Maybe one of the best in the country. Crazy thing to say. Um, now on the offensive side, this was a brutal performance in a lot of ways. Um, UCLA was able to run the ball relatively efficiently with Carson Steele, and that was the saving grace. Um, they were able to do some grinding with Carson Steele, um, and we anticipated that they would have a better running game against Washington State than they did against Utah, um, and that's kind of what this was. Uh, for most of the game, Steele was able to get kind of consistent little chunks. It wasn't ever, you know, he wasn't really running for 15, 20-yard chunks, but it was five yards, six yards, four yards, two yards, but it was a lot of positive yardage. Um, he had 30, I think he finished with 30 carries for 140 yards. It's a little under five yards a carry. Nothing to write home about. That's a lot of usage for 140 yards, but that's that's good. You know, they needed some positive just some positive plays in the run game. Um, Dante Moore um, 
had another pretty poor outing. Um, the the inter- the pick six was really bad. Um, the pick before that was also not good. Um, and he seemed to be uh, once again it was kind of single progression. Maybe get to the second guy and then throwing it. Um, not seeing the whole field. I don't know how much he's being given to see. Um, people were talking about the one uh, before the uh, pick six where TJ Harden leaked out to the other side. I don't even know if he's given if he's given that side of the field to look at at that point. Um, so, but that's also a commentary on his readiness, or at least the coaching staff perception of his readiness. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't a good performance. Um, he hit some throws when he's given. This is the way to think about Dante Moore. He's got really good physical tools. When he's given time to throw and he's given an open receiver, he can hit him. Um, but these situations where he's, um, you know, having to make decisions against, um, you know, a defense that's trying to confuse him, when he's having to make decisions against pressure, when he's having to recognize uh, where the pressure is coming from, um, he's struggling a lot the last two games. Uh, and this was another struggling game. Um, and so, uh, he hit some throws late and so you got to give him credit for that. Um, he finished with far better numbers than, uh, Cameron Ward, uh, which I think is, um, you know, in a, in a, in a struggle fest offensive game, that's, that's a good sign. You know, Cam Ward's an experienced quarterback, but, um, still obviously a struggle fest. The big wrinkle for UCLA's offense late was very weirdly. So they didn't do this all game. We haven't really seen it much at all this year, but they had Keegan Jones motion into the backfield out of the slot. And then he had three runs doing that. And each one went for a long gain. Each one went for 10 yards at least. Um, and two of them were touchdowns. That was the difference in the game. It's such a bizarre thing to say, but uh, their long drive, the the 10 play 75 yarder that finished with a touchdown, that was built on a Keegan Jones, two of the Keegan Jones runs. And then the one that they punched in after the uh, final uh, Cam Ward pick uh, that iced the game, uh, took it from 18-17 to 25-17. It was another uh, inside give to Keegan Jones after he motioned in out of the slot. Uh, Washington State didn't adjust to that. They didn't see, okay, when Keegan Jones is on the field, they're going to do like one of two things with him. And they didn't adjust to it. And uh, basically, it's if you put them all back to back, it's one of those things where if you filtered those plays over, like overlaid them over each other, they would look exactly the same. Just he's going to cut in here and he's going to go for, you know, however long he goes until somebody's, you know, a safety gets gets him at the second level. So um, that was a nice little wrinkle uh, from from the coaching staff. They needed to get something going. They needed to get something going where they could get a semi-explosive play in the running game because Dante Moore was just so, so shaky on those intermediate distances that you need to hit, especially in the red zone, that getting Keegan Jones going like that, that was a really nice wrinkle from the coaching staff that I think otherwise, you know, Chip Kelly, I think, made some improvements in his play calling and game planning in this one. There was more, uh, ton more rollouts, ton more quick hitters, um, but there should have been even more. I mean, they ran, what was it, 44 dropbacks. He probably rolled out on a quarter of them. Should have rolled them out on half of them, honestly. Uh, I don't think he missed a throw on a rollout. Um, you know, you want him to run your offense, sure. But you also need to run an offense that will work. Um, and I think for, you know, for now, as you're, as he's getting, you know, this is the trial by fire now. You know, he had the easy time of it in those first three games, and now it's, Pac-12 defenses that are doing a lot of scouting against you. They've got a lot of film on you. They know you're, you know, a one or two progression guy right now. 
so what's the what's the next move and i think you know moving the launch point more and more doing it in more intricate ways doing it in more less obvious ways you know have throwbacks to him do all kinds of stuff but um uh i I think continuing to give him more window dressing so that he's um not just having to you know sit back against a set defense and try to make a progression um so that uh was kind of the story offensively i thought it was a lot of scuffling i thought the offensive line was a struggle fest in the first quarter i thought it got a lot better as the game went on um you know i thought they cleaned up I don't know if it was like a little bit of that hangover effect from Utah. Bruno Fina and Spencer Holstage had a bad, bad missed blitz, uh, missed pickup. I don't even know if it was a blitz. It looked like a blitz, but I think it was just they had an overload on that side, but they didn't pick up anybody leading to a big more sack in the early going. But after that, I didn't know, notice as many breakdowns. Um, I think UCLA did a better job. And I, I'm going to have to go back and look. I don't think there was quite as much rotation on the offensive line as there had been in previous games, which may have helped as well. Um, but the run game generally, I thought, uh, you know, they they blocked it up better. Um, there were a couple that were really nicely blocked. There was one little pitch out to Carson Steele, um, and they had everything blocked up down six yards downfield. And I honestly thought it should have gone for more. Um, Steele missed a little bit of a cut, but... Um, there was there was a lot of better uh, in the offensive line play, and yes, some of that is the front they're going against. But you know, if you're going to critique it that hard against Utah, the fact that it uh, held up a lot better in this one is a good sign. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, defense is is clearly the clearly the best unit on this team, but also clearly one of the top units. Um, I mean, to do this against Washington State was really really impressive. This is uh, clearly one of the best defenses in the Pac-12, and you know. The national rankings are going to speak for themselves, um, holding that team to, again, 10 points on offense. Um, and let me see, but I think the uh, the field goal for Washington State came after, yeah, they, they got that ball on the UCLA 19 after the uh, first Moore interception. So they scored a field goal. Uh, where they, uh, where Washington State drove the ball for four yards, so it was a, essentially a four and out or three and out um, that just by virtue of ball placement ended up being a field goal, and then the touchdown. So they scored one full full field drive, and yeah, okay, UCLA got uh, a, a a nice fumble on their own eight, but um, they only really allowed two drives in this game. I mean, there was the six play sixty three yarder that ended in a fumble in the first quarter. And then there was the four-play 74-yarder. And that was the only one where the defense looked a little shaky. Um, and to do that on a extremely hot day where 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You have to stop 15 drives. And only one of them is, you know, one where your defense looks a little shaky and it's hot as hell outside. And your offense is struggling um, to put points on the board. Man, I uh, can't remember seeing a defensive performance like that. Not in a long time, anyway. Um, so that was all very good. Um, special teams is still up. Uh, uh, the kicking game's rough. Um, and this one again, uh, what did we... So RJ Lopez had two made field goals, one missed and one blocked. Um, the miss was from 47, so you can decide how you feel about that. Um 
Will Powers averaged 45 yards on his punts, which is a little bit better. Um, but, yeah. Um, there was a 12-yard punt uh, return allowed. Um, and then UCLA got a 16-yard punt return for Loya, which you know I thought was potentially something that UCLA could do in this game because their punter tends to, especially on full field kicks, tends to kick it too far without enough hang time. Um, but anyway, it was a, uh, really good performance for UCLA and, um, the field position game once again, lost a little bit, but this was trending very badly in the first half, but it finished with, uh, Washington state starting drives on their own 34 and UCLA starting drives on its own 29 on average. So that's not too bad. Um, you know, you can, you can, you can play around with that, but, um, yeah, I mean, those are the main takeaways. This is this is a great defensive performance, great, great showing from Danton Lynn, great showing from that defensive front, and they are 100%, along with the wrinkle of starting to hand the ball to Keegan Jones out of the slot, those are the two reasons UCLA won this game. So UCLA now 4-1, and one, won the must-win, uh, beat number 13 Washington State at home, now facing uh, that third straight-ranked opponent next week against Oregon State, who... I think even if they somehow lose to Cal, would still probably be ranked. Um, that's going to be a, a, a big game. That's the one. So this one gets you back even with the ledger. Uh, that's the one that puts you ahead. So that'll be a big game. We'll have full preview coverage going into that one. But big win for UCLA. Big win for Chip Kelly. Big win for the program. And who uh, boy, this defense. Going to be a lot of fun this year. All right. We'll talk to you again this week. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.